Dearly beloved, we are gathered today to witness the joining of two Welcome to The Corner Booth, our weekly podcast where we discuss all things weddings, relationships, and everyday quandaries. We're your hosts, Cynthia and Megan, two wedding professionals that have seen it all and are here to help you through it. So grab your favorite beverage and let's, let's get, get cozy. Today. Oh, we just getting right into it. Oh, cute. Okay, cool. I'm fine with it. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Today we're talking about. Okay, so today is about how not to be a dick at a wedding. Yeah, how to be the best wedding guest. (laughs) (laughs) I like my phrasing better. (laughs) We have a long list of things that are from our perspective as a vendor and and perspective of maybe from the couple or bride or just in a way to make it better for the people involved. Yeah, and I think, so I think the first one, it's not the first on our list, but should be be punctual like be on time for yeah. the ceremony like don't be late for the ceremony yeah it happens every time when we're planning i we automatically are like yep starting at four o'clock but we're actually gonna start at 405 or like later because we know that people are gonna re- come in late and then you're always with people and you feel awkward if you can actually go up so then you stand in the back the whole time or you don't watch a ceremony see i'm a little different when it comes to that shit because oh. like when you say we're starting at four o'clock that ceremony starts at four o'clock. Like I had a officiant this last week and he looked at me and he goes, yeah, I've never had a wedding start on time. And I'm like, you have never worked with me before then. Um, because in my opinion, granted, I do look at like the chairs. If there's people like still missing, clearly well, we can usually start a little bit later, but if it looks like everybody's there and it's three fifty-eight, I'm fucking starting that ceremony. I am not waiting around with people because you know what? If you do not have the common decency to show up 10, 15 minutes early for a wedding ceremony, you can fucking stand in the back and wait until the bride walks down the aisle. Like, yeah. And I've been there where people still don't want to even after that. But it's just, I guess, I mean, it's different if like you're going from like a venue for like your ceremony and then a venue for your reception. Mm-hmm. But like in my space, we have to flip that room. Yeah. Five minutes, like your ceremony right. takes five extra minutes. Everything See, I else is going to take different it. Just because automatically the, the social hour is, is that give time. That's where you've built in that extra time to have if something yeah. happen late. For the most part. Well, but yeah, like but it's five minutes. I mean, well, it's, yeah. it's not well, going to change anything. We had an, a, a fucking DJ one time. I guess he was a wedding entertainer, not a DJ. But like he went on a 15 minute monologue pre-ceremony. So the ceremony started late. No. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it was bad. And then, of course, then the room flip took 15 minutes longer than scheduled. And he's Mm -hmm. yelling at the head catering manager that day. Being like, well, I don't understand what's taking so long. And it's just like, because you did this, this is on you. Yeah. But. Yeah. But. So that's from a vendor standpoint, but just from in general, just be on time so that you don't have to worry about it and be the one that holds it up because then that's awkward and you feel weird. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I should preface this by saying like this episode isn't just for brides. This episode is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, just, I wanted to get that in there. You you just kind of started this episode and I'm like, oh, I had no banter. I had nothing to prepare for this. <laughs> Except for our notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. One other thing that, like, 
I thought about is, and something that really, really bothers me at weddings lately is when people talk throughout speeches. Like yes. speeches will be happy and I'll be standing back Ugh. by the bar, like either prepping kitty cocktails for the kitchen or like so doing annoying. stuff. And people are literally laughing and talking and carrying on. It's like, shut the hell up. Right. And what like, are you doing? Right. And at my spot, we have it where people like will go to the bar area and like be ignoring the speeches and don't care. And you can hear them talking in the lounge area. So it's like you're being disrespectful, but also like they can hear you so you need yeah. to go outside and go completely away if you're gonna have a conversation because you're you're being way more disrespectful than I think you're assuming that you are but remember we work here we know the best so please shut up yeah well and if it's an emergency and like you have to go and like have a conversation quick well it's totally never is. get it, it never no is. exactly but like it's the fact that you're literally disrespecting that bridesmaids and groomsmen's time right and the couple too like the couple is paying how much money for you to be there at their wedding reception. Mm-hmm. You have to pay attention for 15 minutes. You don't even have to be watching. Play, right. like, look at your phone. Talking. Like, yeah. Say one little comment if there's something about the speech or whatnot, but don't have a full-on conversation that's not relevant to what's going on around you. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. oh, it's stuff like that like bugs me. And it's always like 56-year-old men too. Yeah. No, yeah, it is. Or, I mean, drunk people. Yeah. Not understanding like social cue or just ready to party and not realizing. Got it. I hope people aren't like getting super wasted by the time speeches start, but. Depends on if you have a two hour uh, cocktail hour. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Two hour long open bar cocktail hours are the worst. Yeah. That's too much. But. And then, I mean, we have things against these things. We Mm -hmm. don't allow confetti Ugh, things like that fuck confetti like yeah. it's the worst like, so don't bring those shit that shit yeah we've had people where like the random guest brings it and don't understand that that's not fucking allowed and yeah. then do it and you're like are you kidding me well because also then it's just like technically the client signed a contract we mm-hmm. they they can get in trouble they disobeyed yeah, their contract remember that when when the venue or someone is telling you something Remember that it always falls back on the couple. They sign yeah. a contract. They say yes and no to things. And if you're not following it, it's going to come back to them and they can get in trouble. So don't be the reason that it gets, that yeah. gets them in trouble. Same thing with like bringing in outside alcohol. Right. Exactly. Like, That's the biggest thing that I'm thinking in my head. And yeah. smoking because we don't allow smoking either. You but, and, but you and I have every single authority. The second that contract is broken because one of your guests did something against the rule, you and I can stop a party. Right. We haven't that I know of. I haven't at least. No. I mean, I haven't for it either, but it, I will always blame it on people and be like, we're going to have to charge these, these, the bride and groom. Or do you want them to know that? Mm-hmm. And then I always like mention it, you know, so then it can just stop. Well, I've, I've threatened people before where like they've brought in like a liter bottle of something. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you have two choices. You can take this out and leave, or I'll shut this whole party down. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to blame it immediately on you because you're the dumbass that broke their contract Mm -hmm. like oh just but also kind of on that line uh don't throw up like (laughs) if you're drinking you're having a great time you're gonna look like a dumbass who projectile vomits all over the bathroom and And then you're going to like at least make it to the bathroom like we don't want you to at all but like if you're going to like make it to the bathroom don't do it outside in the corner because we have to fucking clean it up and it's not gonna go away or i had somebody literally throw up on our bar and then when I went over Gross. there and I'm trying to clean it up, he's trying to help me with it. And I'm like, mm, no, away. also you need to leave. Yeah. And he's just like, no, I'm the best man. Or I don't remember what he was a groomsman or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, you puke, 
you're gone. Yeah. You don't get the option. You right. have to leave. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Meow. And like the dude was like, I remember he was arguing with me about it. I'm like, no, you puke. You're done. Like yeah. this is not, this is not a puke and rally kind of place. No, leave. <laughs> also, at the hotel. it's 1115 at night. Like yeah. get the fuck out of here. We're already time anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. I, and then there's like parts leading up to the wedding that you can also be a really good guest and that is, well, for one, RSVP on time. Mm-hmm. Like, just send it in. And I'm a culprit. I don't do it on time. <laughs> Usually, yeah. I forget. Um, After, like, we got married and people RSVP late, I noticed immediately I was really good at RSVPing. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, I have one that the RSVP was due last week. And the bride texts me. It's just like, so are you coming? And I'm like, nope, sorry. Yeah. I My cousin just messaged me yesterday. and was like, hey, it's due today. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I already planned. It's on my calendar. <laughs> but, yep, I will RSVP to you. Um, so I've I've been there. And so that's me being also just as bad. Yeah. But just just do it. Just make a plan. Be an yeah. adult figure it out rsvp on time because yeah. that couple is depending on it and right and when you're rsvping if it is a plated meal and they're asking you oh, if no. you want chicken or steak sorry well you could go with it but okay i'm gonna backtrack <laughs> okay okay um do, if you order chicken or steak pick one and then when you're sitting down and they're bringing your plate of food out to you don't be like i ordered chicken when you actually in fact ordered steak yeah, whatever they give you they give you as fuck. whatever's on your sheet it says what it is. it is what it is yeah but also if you order a steak just know that when you go to a restaurant you ask for they ask you medium well or rare and you have that option it's not an option at a wedding you, it's not cooked to order it's for a mass of crowd of people. So yeah. if you're a rare steak kind of person, do not order the steak at a wedding. Yeah, because no, you're gonna hate no it. matter what, I promise you, they cook them almost rare. Like they cook them pretty, like with you know red and a little bit of blood. And by the time that they're they have to sit they have to sit on heaters so they don't get cold. They are they are well done. Yeah, they're well done by the yeah. end. So you're either gonna get way undercooked or way overcooked. And most of the time, it's gonna be overcooked. And no one wants to hear you complain about it because they can't help it. You know what's, I mean, I I wish there was a way, I mean, weddings have been around for how many years? I wish there was a way that caterers could like make things to order. But obviously when you have 250 right. people, it's impossible. Oh, yeah. I mean, they do it. It's just not around here. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, we do have one catering company that we both share that they cook all their food on site, which is cool. Right. Um, but you still get that. It's just, like, a, it's a lot more like service to it than... Like it's easy enough to just make them, but then it's another it's another thing to have to know exactly who's getting what where. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, yeah, and like they're still pulling the steaks off thirty minutes before dinner served, and then it's mm-hmm. still sitting in a hot box mm-hmm. for how knows how knows how long. That's other way. God knows how long. Yeah. Okay, so uh, then I'm backing tracking again, and when you're RSVPing, if you're R, if your invite is only for you and it doesn't say a plus one. Do, do not. not, 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 not. This is like one of my biggest ones. Do not message the bride and groom and ask them to add a plus one. Yeah. Can I bring my girlfriend that I just started dating last week? We met on Tinder. Like, uh, right. No. Like they have to purposely like decide who gets an invite or who doesn't. And you know what? Some people that are been together for a while, they automatically have to have them as a, you know, both of them come. So yeah. there's a reason that you didn't get a plus one. It's like, have you seen like those videos go around on like TikTok and Instagram where like a bride's literally showing like she wrote like 
for like a family or something. It was mm-hmm. just like the parents that said two RCP and two of two seats for you. Mm-hmm. And they like cross it out and write five and then like yeah. all the children's Your names children weren't and what invited. they want. Yeah. And like, it will say that they're invited on it. If they are, do not assume and make your own assumption. If you, your kids aren't invited and you're offended that they didn't invite your kids, then don't come at all. Yeah. Well, and like I've, I've seen it come across on, on like those TikTok videos and where people are like comment in the comment section. They're just like, well, if I'm not going to spend so much for a babysitter and then a hotel that night just to attend my friend's wedding, it's just like, okay, then that's, that's on you. Right. Like I know and, that it's a lot of an expense, but also so is in being in a wedding. Like, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. If you don't have family that can just watch them or something, then yeah, then maybe it's better to, to not, not come. Or you don't yeah. need to do a hotel. You come for just a ceremony, get a little bit of babysitter for a smaller amount of time, and then go back home. Yeah. And if you have to like, commute a couple hours. Yeah. You have to respect the couple's wishes right. regardless. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're the ones that are paying for this stay for you. Mm-hmm. You aren't paying shit besides right. like a gift to them, of course. But like, I don't know. Like, if that's what they want, do what they want. Right. And like, if you feel like awkward and you're like, well, maybe it won't be a big deal. If it doesn't come up a natural conversation when you see them, then it didn't come up and you maybe just don't do it. I don't know. It, yeah. it depends on your relationship with them if you feel comfortable doing that. But nine times out of ten, it was for a reason. So just respect it. And I'm sure, I've, who knows, maybe I've been on the other side of that where I didn't even know I was an you know, addition. And I'm sorry if I was one of those. But yeah. <laughs> um, but then on top of that, I think that this is even more disrespectful of that is don't just show up either yeah. to like with the person and just expect them to be able to find a spot or don't like some people get dance invites. Yeah. Like, and it'll say coming in, coming at, come at 8 PM. Yeah. Come at 8 PM. Yep. Don't come earlier than 8 PM and don't like expect to get a dinner. Like don't come to the ceremony yeah. and then be like, Oh, this find a spot and whatnot. Well, and it's like, I mean, I'm sure you guys do this at your venue too, but like, I know exactly how many people are sitting. I know who's sitting mm-hmm. at what in spots. So like when people come up to me, like as they're coming up from the cocktail hour and they're just like, oh, we're missing a place setting at this table. And I'm like, no, Becky, you're not. Right. You're not missing a place setting because I know exactly how many people are here. You guys brought somebody else that wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to be here. And that's not my problem. tables because you want yeah. to sit next to certain people. And it's like, just... Have your dinner and then hang out with those people after. You literally have to sit at a spot for 45 minutes during dinner service and speeches. And that's all you have to do. Right. So just don't do things that make you more convenient for you or what you want because it's not your day. I feel like this episode should just be titled, Don't. Yeah. Just just don't. Mm Mm-hmm. Wedding don'ts. <laughs> oh, and then we'll do a wedding do's, but yeah. but this is kind of also the same time yeah. thing. Okay. One other thing that I thought was like kind of on that like respect level. Mm-hmm. As a guest, this day is not about you. Do not make it all about you. Mm-hmm. I hear so many times, especially bridesmaids, like when they're getting ready, like in the bridal suite, right. talking about, oh, when I get married, I'm doing it this way or Ooh, I did it this... Yeah, when I was married, I did it this way. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, like, Like, hold your tongue. Unless you're, it's like during the planning process and someone's asking you, like, because they're still planning, you're like, well, I did this, maybe you'd like doing that. Then maybe, but if... If it's helpful criticism, absolutely, but not... Yes, if they're asking, but not on the wedding day. Nobody wants... Because I've I've seen bridesmaids do it where they're Mm -hmm. just like, oh, well... 
this was my first dance song or this is the way that I did my stuff on the actual wedding day or like, mm-hmm. oh, are you sure you really want that fabric on your dress? Like, right. I don't know. Just I've it's heard. Like, yeah, we know everyone gets married every day, but I don't want to know about them today. <laughs> you are Today's my day. Yeah. You are not important. Yeah. Like, and granted, I know that sounds like super bitchy because I talk about my wedding every single episode on here, but well, kind of have to. Yeah. Real world experience right here. Not <laughs> saying everything is correct, but this like, is warranted. All but like is warranted. the way that I approach weddings at work is like, people don't know we have lives outside our business. Mm-hmm. Like for the most part, they don't know that you and I are single or married or dating or whatever. Right. Like, unless one, they ask or we right. tell them like mm-hmm. to them, we are their workhorse. Yes. We're <laughs> just your venue coordinators Mm -hmm. like that's all Mm -hmm. so and that's that on (laughs) buyout yeah and then another thing that we talked about before in past episodes is well there's one about like just like following dress code like if you think that you look at the venue if it's gonna be more you know black tie dress up if it's you know a barn outside and podunk you can wear jeans Podunk Minnesota with cowboy boots. Like know know what you're supposed to be wearing when, and then, God, no matter what, don't wear white. Don't wear white. Don't wear white. You can't wear white. Don't wear white. Even if it has white in it, maybe make sure that the majority of the color is not white. If you are questioning it, and you go so far as to like post on like a Facebook group, being like, "Is this too much white?" It's too much white. Right. Guys may be a little bit different if you have like a black and white shirt or like a you know white and colored shirt. Okay, maybe you're fine. But gals, nope, don't do it. Yeah. I mean, how many formal black tie affairs do you have at the venue where people are showing up in jeans? Like, I mean, ours, not as much, but... Oh, ours? Like, this last weekend, it was literally a... It was cocktail, Mm semi-formal, but literally there was men in Carhartt t-shirts and jeans. I'm like, you look like a fool right now. (laughs) Like, come on. But, like, yeah, I think... A must for every couple, though, when they are planning their wedding is you you should put on your wedding invitation mm-hmm. and on your wedding website, like, what the attire is. And I don't feel like a lot of people do that. No. and But as a wedding guest, that's the one thing I look for because I'm right. just like... But I feel like just because I'm part of the business, I understand a little bit better. So, like, I'll Google the... The, the venue yeah, and, like, kind of look. And look it up and be like, okay, this is what it is. Yeah. Well, like, you can do that and that's awesome, but, like... I forget to do that. So that's a good point. I should do that next time. <laughs> but like, that's what I want to know. Am I going to be overdressed? Am I going to be underdressed? Right. Like I'd rather be overdressed than underdressed, of course, but I, I would rather be underdressed than overdressed, but Ooh. like rocking the underdressed. Yeah. So yeah. I get worried about being too, yeah, too dressed up. Yeah, for sure. But okay. So that's a helpful hint for both couples and for wedding guests. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, put that on your, put that on your invite if if you care. I guess as much more. Yeah. If it's, if it's a casual thing, it's like assumed. But if it is like you're trying to go more for like that semi formal, then you feel like it needs to be said. Yeah. No you one need... knows to wear a cocktail dress. Yeah. Unless you say it. Yeah. You need you need to let people know. Yeah. yeah. But, and then, uh, I was gonna say, to don't bother the couples like during the day. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many bra- – I, I never see a bride with a cell phone. Half the time I have the groom's cell phone in my pocket because they show up to the first look wearing it or having it on them. And I'm like, nope, 
no yeah. ball juice and pants please um, <laughs> right right but it's just i feel like people who are guests that are coming that are friends with the with the couple and they're just so used to just like making plans with them and hanging out with them that they'll be they'll just text the groom and be like hey hey man what time is the shuttle supposed to be coming to the hotel we're we're, we're waiting or something like that or just like early in the day just like asking like oh we're gonna line it up but like what time's what time's the shuttle don't ask them no not the people that ask yeah no there's parents there's bridesmaids there's groomsmen text them right like i've gone so far as like texting like some of my girlfriends in the morning of their wedding day and being like happy wedding day i'm so excited for you you're gonna make a beautiful bride mm-hmm. that's different because mm-hmm. i'm not expecting a response back right. it's Don't just kind of like response. a yeah and mm-hmm. like oh you are gonna see this tomorrow morning and you're gonna be like oh cute because mm-hmm. also like the off chance that you don't get to talk to them it's kind of nice just to be able to say something mm-hmm. but don't ask a question right yeah don't they're they're not your source today yeah and honestly that should most likely be on the invite either on the physical invite you get so bring that with you always like when mm-hmm. you're traveling yep. or it's already on the online one like on yeah. zola or the not yeah so use those resources and nine times out of ten like because i'm a gal and i know those things when i've been going to weddings i'll I mean, Nick and I are good at grabbing, like Nick's good at grabbing the physical invite and bringing that along. But then no one, no, especially no guy thinks about going online to like the not.com and checking and be like, Hey, wait, it's right here. It says this time. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it changes or like that's wrong. So that's a problem. But But then the couple, yeah, if that's the case, the couple's already probably thought about somebody that's going to reach out to all these people and send them like, Oh, this is where you need to be kind of thing. Right. And I always tell couples that if they're having a shuttle and I mean, I, I think shuttles are good too, but to communicate with the hotels because here mm-hmm. in the local area, no people always ask me if like the, the hotels are us, if we do the shuttle and no, it's a third party, it's a separate party. Mm-hmm. The hotels don't do it. It's not through the hotel. So like you need to have that communication with all the vendors so you need to tell the shuttle or you need to figure out the shuttle service times and tell your hotel and make sure that they the front desk know the day of yep. print off something just give to them the day of little signs are yeah, perfect just so that people can see that because there's biggest confusion with that i wonder if welcome bags are still kind of a thing because they were when i worked at the hotel but i i guess i don't know really now yeah i guess we're so far removed from like that side of things but i remember mm-hmm. attending a wedding ooh, so many years ago but like there was a welcome bag and it had all the shuttle information in there you got mm-hmm. it in your it was in your oh, room already here. yeah yeah i'm pretty sure there was like pretzels and gatorade and water and yeah. like some advil but it was nice because they had a sheet of paper that literally said the whole entire day's activities like what time mm-hmm. ceremony dinner mm-hmm. the shuttle shit like everything was on that sheet of paper and it was so yeah. nice so or like you do on your programs too yeah I mean, sometimes i mean like for my venue it doesn't matter because once they get to the ceremony already like they've it's already there. missed that part um but if like you do a ceremony at a church and you get the program and it has the like the day of information then you know like okay we need to run back to the hotel mm-hmm. get dressed or change or do whatever we need to do yeah and then get on that shuttle to make it to the reception on time yeah, there's so many ways to go about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, one thing that I've noticed lately, and I think it's because desserts and stuff have changed mm-hmm. so much in the years. It's not just sheet cakes anymore. Yeah. But I've seen people, as soon as the dessert table opens up, they'll go up and they'll grab like four items. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, there's a limited amount of these. Right. And now you just took it's dessert from... for everyone. Yeah, you took dessert from three other people. Yeah. And like when couples have really cool desserts, I've had moms come up to me and be like, Megan, is all the desserts out? And I'm like, yeah, 
you also only ordered 75 chocolate covered strawberries Mm -hmm. like or something and usually people are fine with it but it's just kind of frustrating like seeing certain guests like come up and grab so many desserts and then like there's none left for anybody else right yeah like running out too early just because and that's why like you see that nowadays for like buffets and things that they're either being scooped for them mm-hmm. i mean covid really did that but like people are sticking with it too because then you can for sure know how much everyone's getting and making sure you can get through everyone otherwise yeah. when it's self-serve you have someone doing three times the amount of potatoes they're supposed to and then running out early yeah mm-hmm. yeah well and it's better to like have everybody go through get a small amount or get like one one little cupcake or one macaroon right. and then once everybody's gone through and gotten desserts or it's like nine o'clock at night right go back through yeah. and get another piece mm-hmm. like, like be respectful in the beginning do a little bit just like to be courteous and just yeah. do the right thing like minnesota nice yeah. and then go back later yeah i go back for seconds i was trying to think i'm like it's not a buffet but i'm like nope it's it's a buffet yeah <laughs> wrong wrong wording there <laughs> but i don't know it's same thing like no just kidding no we talked about it. we're good goodbye <laughs> you can cut that part out no maybe not i don't know i feel like i'm scrambling now i'm so caffeinated oh I'm, i have this, zero caffeine so I'm... this i had like two cups of coffee this morning at a meeting already you did yeah jeez I was and then i got this and i completely forgot oh I should have okay. gotten some because when you said you're on your way, I was like, oh, I should go grab some quick. No, I didn't. Hmm. You don't need it. No. Yeah. But you'll want it. I'm not bouncing. I'm just, all I've had is water. Wow. You're so healthy. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Would you like an award? <laughs> <laughs> the water award. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then another one that I don't think a lot of people, like we really even think about is to don't go rogue with gifts. Oh, yes. Just... The couple spends how much time on fucking wedding registries? And I can't tell you how many gifts my husband and I got that weren't on our wedding registry. Really? And like, which is fine. They're cute and stuff. And I like the signs that we got and stuff. But I'm like, I wanted an ice cream scoop. It was the cheapest thing on my wedding registry. And I didn't get an ice cream yeah. scoop. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah. Just stick to it. They asked for it for a reason. They know, you know, they want it. So just stick to it. Yeah, and hypothetically... It's easy for you. You'd literally just pick something off a uh, price yeah. and say, I don't want to pay this pay much. Okay, sounds good. Here you go. Yeah, and I mean, unless you know the couple on a super, super personal level and you're yeah. like, ooh, this wasn't on their registry, but I'm going to go in with another couple and we're going to get this super elaborate gift that we mm-hmm. know they want, mm-hmm. then it's okay. Yeah, I mean, if you've talked to them about it and they're like, yes. oh, we know we wanted. Like, they, yeah. we know they wanted that. It has to be discussed prior right. to. Yeah, because everyone has different styles too, so don't go and say oh this will be so cute they'll be able to hang it in their living room and then <laughs> they already have something hanging on the living room maybe they don't want it yeah. or they don't like your style sorry yeah yeah no. okay you put these ones on there and i really liked them but make friends and get on the dance floor yes i felt like those two kind of went like kind of go hand together hand. yeah yeah well i mean the party's fun so make friends and that means like okay so sometimes like you might not be there like a wedding might not be with like your group of friends like you know all of your friends and so i think couples do a good job of like when it's assigned tables they put people at tables who they, they vibe with get, yeah get along yeah. with or just because it makes sense or you know that's what happens and you might not know them most of the time you know most of them but like make friends with them yeah. i was at a wedding for last year for my college girlfriend and i mean i was with um 
I was with a couple people that I knew from um, college and then, you know, another friend, my my best friend from college and her um, boyfriend. And then there was a couple people across that we didn't know, but they're our age. And it was kind of like the same thing for his side. And so it was like, okay, wait, let's, let's, let's connect. Let's talk. And so we made friends with everyone. Yeah. So it's just like, do that because it just makes that 45 minutes so much better. Yeah. And like, Oh, and then no, you I'm have a, f- a new friend. Yeah, you have a friend for the rest of the night. And like, I don't know, like, okay, weddings, it's it's a whole thing to bring people together. And you're not, mm-hmm. you may be best friends with the bride, but like not in the bridal party. But like, don't be expecting to hang out with that that girl or that guy all night long. Right. Because that couple is off talking to the other 200 people and mm-hmm. these people, like you're not going to be able to hang out with them all night long like you would at a club right. or something right right it's different until you're on the dance floor yeah that's a little different but yeah. like also i don't know and who like, knows maybe you'll be at like a shower for like a baby shower or something yeah and maybe it'll be if it's it'd be a gal that you were talking to at the wedding yeah. and you'd be like oh yeah we, we hung out we talked to the wedding and then yeah. you just made a friend and you also have to go to another social occasion and now you feel a little bit less weird because you know another person yeah exactly like weddings are the best spot to make friends because Mm -hmm. everybody's usually happy right like very rare that people are in a bad mood Mm -hmm. and And you're all there celebrating the common cause yeah and who knows like you could be talking to another couple who literally came just them two or just someone single alone that had to come because they didn't have a plus one mm-hmm. and they're sitting with people that they don't know. And you're going to make their experience better because they got to talk and hang out with someone. Or yeah. it's a family member who has some fun stories and they're just a hoot and you just like that you got to hang out with another, like one of their family members. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. I don't know. There's like so much with like being a guest at a wedding that like... I don't know, make it fun. Mm-hmm. Like also you're in charge of your own experience. Mm-hmm. If you go into the wedding with a bad attitude, you're going to have a terrible time. Right. If you go into the wedding with like just ready to party, ready to celebrate love and have a great time, you're going to have a great time. Yeah. So yeah, you got to put on that happy, that happy uh, mode yeah. right away. Yeah. But I think that a lot of people want the dance floor to be like fun and a lot of people be on it and it's just not always like you don't always get so many people to go on there. Yeah. So just be those people. Just go on the dance floor. Yeah. Just do it. Or just hire Cynthia and Megan and yeah. we'll be we'll your be biggest hype girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Party all night <laughs> long. Cynthia bothered me at the wedding this last weekend. Um, Just kidding. She she showed up and this, we were sitting in the kitchen like packing up some stuff and having like a drink. And she's just like, all I want to do is be on this dance floor right now. Ugh. And I'm like, you probably could go. I don't think they would care, to I be know. honest. I thought about it. I thought about it. I needed a drink. And then I could have made it up there. But then I, that's why like, during weddings, when I have to be there in the evenings, I love going and just bussing tables and clearing tables. Because yeah. then I get to be on, like, semi on the dance floor. And, like, and you, can, you, can, you can walk around with, like, your bus bin and kind of, uh-huh. like, vibe just a little bit, uh-huh. too. And uh-huh. it's not weird. No. We're literally working a party if you're walking around with like a sourpuss face on like it's gonna bring down the mood right so smile Mm -hmm. be happy and it's yeah yeah and just make it so people are on the dance floor so they stick around because people who aren't on the dance floor are either conversating with people and having a good time or they're watching those people and enjoying watching people have a good time on the dance floor and it all in all will probably just keep people there longer which is what you want you don't want yeah. your guests to end up going home at 9 p.m because they're just that's not the crowd of that they're in so mm-hmm. do 
just help do do things to enhance that couple's experience yeah and the more the merrier they didn't invite those 200 people to feed them and say goodbye yeah like they're there to celebrate the night you're obligated to stay (laughs) yeah they literally paid you to be at this wedding basically Mm -hmm. well not really they paid us to be at their wedding but (laughs) right yeah yeah you know what i mean like stay and hang out because i mean i know that not everyone can and there's other there's multiple reasons yeah but if you can you might as well yeah my good kid you're gonna have fear of missing out oh yeah you're gonna miss out on one of the greatest parties of a lifetime yeah you'll never know unless you stay i feel like that's how your wedding's gonna be just the greatest party i hope so like (laughs) If you, I will literally not let people leave. Doors will lock in from the outside. <laughs> I just, I can, well, I just feel like you'll be like the biggest like hype girl at your own wedding on the dance floor. Oh, or by you, that time, yeah, because I'll be so stressed out during the day that I'll finally be able to be like, okay, I don't care anymore. Fuck y'all. I'm dancing to WAP mm-hmm. with my grandma, uh-huh. like, or and grandpa I'm, standing in the background, like. And I'm notorious for taking it easy until like the end of the night and then everyone's winding down and I'm just piping up. So yeah. everybody better keep that in mind and keep yeah. piping up yeah. with me. We're going to throw an after party. Oh God, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll just come back to your place and do like, heck no. Why would I want to make a mess of my own home? Because the after party after your birthday was so much fun. <laughs> That's like every time we go out. <laughs> okay. I've only been invited out once. Like, <laughs> You that I've no, I okay. I've been invited out a couple times, yeah. but like that, I've only been able to actually come. Right, right. Was once. No, but I can do the same thing at a hotel lobby, and then not yeah. have to worry about cleaning up. Oh, touche. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Well, ooh, we'll just have like a whole mixtape, and like, like a we'll DJ it and everything, and we'll Heck just yeah. get a bunch of bottles of champagne and pop them. Yeah. Heck yeah. Sweet. Okay, one that I know my bartenders have always complained about mm -hmm. is tip your bartenders Mm -hmm. like even if you are drinking free beer and free wine all night long throw a dollar in that tip jar right or start the night out by throwing a 20 in or something Mm -hmm. and and be like this is it for the night thank you yeah but you know it's the fact that like you thought about it those Mm -hmm. bartenders are going to take care of you better right we had a guest one time Mm -hmm. he literally had a $150 $150 bar tab or something, maybe a little bit more. The tip line came up and goes, ha, nope. And hit like Ooh. no tip. And I looked at him and I'm like, excuse me, what? And I'm like, what? They literally served you all night long. He goes, well, if they'd be getting paid an hour, a fair hourly wage, we wouldn't have to tip them. And I'm like, sir, <laughs> they get paid minimum wage already. Plus tip the time. Like no, I think also that, so I mean when you are hosted, yes, there's usually a gratuity that's automatically on there. Yeah, and I think a lot of people look at that. So people who are paying for the bill sometimes do make a comment or like, "Are you gonna have tips charged out?" Even though we're already paying for that tip, and I I have to explain this so much to couples and like or parents of whoever is concerned about it that like it's not necessarily about getting the tip like yes if even if they are already getting a tip maybe they're not you don't 100 percent know being a guest so just fucking tip. yeah you do at the bar anyway so yeah. you might as well at a wedding i think that people get paid a lot better at what at, at bar sometimes more consistently yeah. than at weddings and uh, just know that, like when you're giving that person a tip after each drink or throughout the night or however you do it it's a 
it's a way to communicate with the, the with the bartenders that they're yeah. doing a good job because yeah. you, they don't know they might not think that they made their drink good or that they didn't like their conversation with yeah. you or however it is because you didn't give them a tip and if you don't think that, that service was good then don't give it i mean maybe don't give a tip and then they can kind of know that but if they're yeah. just never gonna get a tip then they don't actually know how how they're doing yeah exactly we and live in a we live in a uh world in a world these days where everyone needs like that we um, all need validation that yeah. we're doing a good job yeah like especially me yeah like, i i need you to tell me i'm doing a good job <laughs> otherwise i will sit and i will analyze <laughs> everything all night long you're doing a great job Megan thank you I <laughs> really appreciate that but yeah they need to know because if you don't hear it then you don't they don't know it yeah so that's just a way to do that I mean verbal is great too but yeah yeah I mean honestly it probably wouldn't have hurt as bad if that guy wouldn't have said anything I'd be like you guys did a good job tonight and then no tip it would be like kind of confused but yeah. at least it wouldn't be as bad yeah, I because the way he spoke wasn't anything on their service, like how they actually did. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I don't know. It was just it was weird. It's the only time I've ever like really experienced that before. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, all right, that's that on that. I don't know. Yeah, but no, I think that's all that we came up with. I know. Well, and I feel like we, I feel like everything was very like straightforward too like yeah. we weren't like being we felt strongly bitchy. about them yeah we did but like our thing is like we've seen how many weddings mm-hmm. and it's stuff that we notice because it's like either it's affecting the couple or it's affecting the flow of the day or something and it's usually on your wedding guests mm-hmm. like if you have a guest that is or like a, a group of guests that are just not hype people they're kind of boring um, your wedding's going to be kind of a letdown for you. Yeah. So unless it's not about that and you know, you're focusing at least going into it, knowing that you're focusing more on the ceremony and the beginning of the night to know that like, you're not, you're not trying to make the end of the night be more than what it is. Yeah. Just, yeah. Go into it with the right mindset of knowing what you're wanting and what it will be and making sure that, that those line up. Yeah. And kind of maybe more so for the brides end your wedding on a high note. Mm-hmm. If all of a sudden it's like 11 o'clock at night and things are winding down, like you, you can usually feel it. Mm-hmm. Like people are starting to leave everything. Look at your DJ, be like, yo, let's play one last song. Let's get everybody out here. Let's end it. Great. Let's end mm-hmm. it high mm-hmm. and then end it. Right. Don't drag it out that last hour because it's good it's going to seem boring and it's going to like, you're not going to have that good memory of everybody being on the floor. Yeah. And I think that there's some things that that couples choose to do that are either a good or bad thing. And it just depends on the crowd. Like you can't Mm -hmm. look at another wedding that you were at and did something and assume that it's going to be the same exact way because it's a whole different crowd of people. And sometimes I, you know, sometimes I think sparkler send-offs are like the perfect example because sometimes you can be with a good crowd where they're like, hell yeah, let's go do the sparkler send off and then let's go back and dance. And it's also about the time of year too. Mm-hmm. And so like I've seen it so many times, especially during the summertime when the, the sun sets sun really late yeah. and it's like nine o'clock and you send everyone out to go do that. And then no one goes back on the dance floor and you just yeah. killed all the mood. And then the rest yep. of the night is kind of like fighting to try and get people to go back out there. Yep. So, I mean, the fall time, 
sunsets pretty early. So you know what? It's during dinner service. So if you did this, then it's, you do that before even the dance starts, but like trying to explain that to couples at different times of the year or what type of crowd they're going to have it, they don't necessarily understand where I'm coming from and trying to save them from that awkward night end. But still like, my biggest thing is like people have asked me this too, but like, don't bring all your guests out for a sparkler right. photo. Oh, because I try and say that all the time. You, no, not you all won't, of them. You won't see everybody. And also right. if you have 200 people, do you know how much money that's going to cost in sparklers? And right. also but I'm usually also, having the one to light them and so then yell at people. At the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, bring your bridal party, bring your immediate family yep, that's and it. that's it. Because again, you bring, we've had people do it before where they'll bring mm all 200 people outside I don't have anywhere for 200 people to go outside at the same time and then you're gonna get half going in half staying outside never coming back in leaving Mm -hmm. and then your party's done by nine o'clock right and you you still sometimes even have to worry about when you do bring in out just the small amount of people because they're the most important people of the night to Mm -hmm. uh, also still kill the mood so you just need to know your crowd and what time it's at and understand if it's a good idea or not yeah I feel like we can just keep going on, non, 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 non about this. Oh, I just thought of something. Um, golden hour photos. Yes. Awesome. Amazing. Love it. Get that, get that glow. Mm -hmm. Don't be gone 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Take 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, because. Yeah. And I think that most photographers are good at it. And the only reason that they, that they end up staying out longer is because of the couple. Yeah. Usually the bride saying Which, that they want all this stuff. Again, it's great because like you want, you want those photos because mm-hmm. it's uh, also, oh, it's you a need little, those photos. Yeah. They're and so it's great. It's a little break, but, but like if you have, people, you disappear for an hour, then right. you can come back. Like right. your guests are going to leave because they're going to be like, well, the bride and groom couldn't even bother to stay around. Like we've had people literally get up yours, and leave. Do yours stay on site at least? Or do all no, of them leave? well, a lot of them will go up to like the Arboretum right. or they'll go to like the courthouse right across the street. So I think that's another important thing to note to mention when you're saying that too, because yours are gone for so long because of how long mm-hmm. they take for the photos plus commuting. Yeah. And like for ones at my venue too, I still, you don't want it to be too long, but yeah. um, it mine does not as much of a commute. Yeah. So it doesn't take as long. So don't, so sometimes they can just kind of run away. And then come back and hopefully no one notices as much. Yeah. It depends on what time it, you know, it ends up being at and what's happening like, at that time. In the summer, it's great because they can go out after the dance has started. Right. But once you start hitting that fall and winter time, like mm-hmm. sunset starts going down sooner, like mm-hmm. you can't be gone that long because yeah. it's, we're right in between dinner and speeches and mm-hmm. you can't get speeches started if the couple's gone for right, one and right. two, like if you don't start speeches soon enough after dinner, your guests are going to get up. You're never going to get them to sit back down. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I always am like right as soon as the last play is served, do the speeches, get them over with, do it. Yeah. And then yeah, Cause so. you can have a break in between speeches and dance. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I think I agree. Um, it, just remember that you've already taken a lot of photos that day. So you just need a couple. They don't need to be something mm-hmm. crazy extravagant. You can do that earlier Those. in the day and you just need the photo. Let the photographer lead, get a couple snapshots. You're in and you're out and you're done and you're back. 
these are the fun ones where you're running through the field. You're mm-hmm. doing the shit that you couldn't do before because right. you couldn't get your outfit dirty. Right, right. Like these are supposed to be those quick like run, quick throw each other in an embrace, like mm-hmm. squeeze, hug, twist, shout. Like those mm-hmm. are like that's actually the same exact verbiage that I've used in the past before <laughs> at the winery <laughs> doing like, photos. Aw. But but I will say that I love that moment with my with the couples not with me with the couples but for them because that is the time that they get to step away from everything and almost reflect yes so I do think they need a little bit of time to be able to do that but also take the photos and just digest a little bit if they haven't Mm -hmm. had that time to do it at all that evening yeah do you ever recommend to your couples like immediately after the ceremony like taking a break yeah so either they'll do it like alone or with their bridal party away from everyone else just to kind of be together yeah yeah um or during dinner service I've had them where they actually eat out in the patio with themselves with not not their guests and then they come back you know while the guests are eating and they're sitting there yeah Yeah. oh that's a good idea too Mm because maybe they'll actually eat right they get to eat they get to be together talk to each other quick digest food Mm -hmm. and the day (laughs) yeah and then go back out there that's a good idea too Mm -hmm. I've never thought about having them eat somewhere else oh yeah yeah we have our usually the back patio that they can go i mean they could go into a suite too but the back patio is just better i'll be honest yeah mm. been in a patio mood ever since last night that's all i can think about like we were watching the perfect bachelor. timing now yeah. it's starting to be not so fucking hot I know. <laughs> well and today's supposed to be 107 degrees like i know i uh, wanted to go read a little bit but i have to go to work <laughs> Uh, it's hot out so I'm not gonna do it outside I did bring my book with because I don't have much to do today so I'm like maybe I'll go sit at a park but I'm like mm, it's, it's gonna be hot yeah so I don't think I'm gonna I do know, that I can't wait for just a little bit later in the year where I can mm-hmm. like go like put our hammock out in our backyard or go somewhere in hammock and yes. now that I just took up reading um oh, how big's your hammock can we both do it like how about oh, yeah. I just start coming over and like three o'clock on Mondays and I'll just sit in the hammock and wait until you get <laughs> home. <for> you. Yeah. <laughs> um, also Nick gets yeah. home from work and be like you again. Yeah, okay. You won't even know you're there though. <laughs> He'll, come in, <laughs> He'll do his own thing. <laughs> You'll be outside. <laughs> You'd be like roommates. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> Don't worry. I won't touch anything. <laughs> also, can I turn on the TV? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, well the hammock is not in TV distance. No, it's fine. Okay. I just I was just thinking about like weird things I could say to make people feel uncomfortable. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and I thought about this when we were hanging out um, on Saturday that I would like to, uh, um, what's the word? I'd like to say that I don't absolutely hate musicals. <laughs> I've come to <laughs> realization that I hate musical movies. Yes, because I. It's the movie part that throws me off. Yeah. I can't really attest to actual theater musicals the because theater. I haven't really gone to a whole lot, but I do respect the arts and I think I would like that over a movie, which yeah. is still is going to offend people and that's fine, but like at least I'm recovering <laughs> a little bit. We've only had one person say that they were offended by you, but oh, right. it's but fine. I, but, but I work with Chris every day and he loves the theater. He talks all about all the stuff that I have no idea what he's talking about, <gasps> but I'm learning and I feel... I feel bad, but <laughs> we, we should take a 
maybe I'll look to see like what shows are up in the cities and me, you and Chris need to have like a, a date night again and go up to the cities. Yeah, cause, cause he mentioned when we were talking about in the one, that other episode, yeah. um, what is Hamilton? Yeah. Hamilton. And he yeah. was like, you need to go see Hamilton. Oh, yeah. And then he explained so it to me that good. it was like rap and stuff. And I was like, yeah. what is this? Oh yeah. They so get I'm down. Well, let's yeah. all three go. Yeah. Let's do it. The last time we went up to the cities, it was for that like networking event and yeah, I mean, the event was cool. It was fun. It was open bar too. So mm-hmm. that was great. We ate food. Um, but I think we should, we need like an, a day again. You know what? Um, him and I were just talking about this. There's this podcast that we, I listen. I used to listen to, I told him about, and he hasn't really listened a whole lot except for us as research. Cause we're trying to get them to go to the winery. <laughs> um, but they are doing a show in this, in the cities cause they're Minnesota based. Um, oh so if I'm not going to a concert that night that that show is on, maybe we could all go to that. I think yeah. you'd like it. Which you listen to crime podcast at all. Oh, I mean, yes and no, but like, I do know which one you're talking about. Wine and crime. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you like oh it, God. you can come. Let's do it. If, we go. if I can go. I feel like we're making like a lot of plans like yeah. this Colorado, like we have so many. Well, I got to do something. I've done that shit this year. <laughs> you've had the great, you've had the summer of your life. I've had, I've had, oh, yes, I've had a great year, but I haven't traveled anywhere. And usually I at least travel once or twice a year. Yeah. I've actually like this year I've gone to Mexico, hopefully Colorado in October, and then I'll be going to Nashville in December. Yeah. Look at you. Can't wait. Yep. Hire me as a bachelorette uh, guru and I'll come with. What are you doing the last weekend in August? Want to go to a bachelorette party in no, up north? I have okay. to work. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Boring. You have a real job? Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> Just kidding. As we literally work the same job. <laughs> um, no, other than that, life's great. How's your life been? I feel like we like normally banter in the beginning, but we didn't get, to, we didn't get to banter today and I kind of miss it. I think we bantered in the middle. Not kind of, but it was all pertaining to the topic. Sometimes I don't like talking about the topic. Sometimes I like just talking to you. <laughs> what if people want to know what's on in our lives? There's nothing happening in mine. It's well, okay. We just talked to us now about a lot. That's true. Okay. It came naturally. It was more, That's... it was natural. It's Okay. Okay. Sometimes we'll just, talk off air. Sometimes okay. I like checking in. <laughs> what if all of our thousands of listeners, they just sometimes I'm sure they want to know what's happening. Yeah. But like I said last week, how when you haven't seen someone in a long time and then they ask you, how are you? And all you have to say is good. It's too general. That's you can't true. say how ask me such a general question. My gen- I'm going to give you a general answer. Yeah. Well, that's all folks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around with us cuz apparent but apparently there was enough banter. But sorry. Let us know actually. Do you like the banter? Do you lo- don't We're like still the banter? An hour. Oh fuck. Yeah. You can follow us at the Corner Booth Podcast on Instagram mm-hmm. and thecornerboothpod.com. You can follow me at Cynthia Strasser and I'm at megan.filber. All righty. Well, see you next week. See you next week. Check please. Oh. I was like waiting for your cue. One, two, three. Check, Check, please. please.